0: Where we talk about things With one super special guest every week Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak On oh, this is Happening in the chaos. Hello everybody, welcome back to This is Happening in the Podcast This is Nathan
1: Streifel And this is Eric Morris And we're here on the road in Santa Fe We're joined by the Ever vivacious Georgie Leahy. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Georgie, and her thanks friend, for being
0: here, David.
1: David is also here. Hi. And we are in Santa Fe, and we are here to talk to Darren Vigil Gray, who is a an incredible painter um, and really quite stunning artist. And he's welcomed us into his studio. Thank you for having us here, Darren. You're
2: welcome. I'm glad to meet you guys.
1: Great to meet you You too. too. Thanks for coming on the
2: podcast. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think it's my first ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. We have a great voice. One honor,
0: yeah.
1: I have known Darren for years, not well. My Uncle John um, and Darren are friends, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, John and and Luzanne have some beautiful paintings of Darren's. And we used to see each other at large dinner parties filled with people in Espaniola or, you know, La Puebla. La Puebla. In La yeah. Puebla. Yeah. Um, that's probably the last time I saw you. Um, I've always been so struck by your art. It's mm-hmm. so, you know, you use, you know, iconic imagery mm-hmm. of, of a lot of different things. So I really am enjoying the opportunity to talk to you a little bit more about you and your origins. Where were you born? Oh, um, I was born in this town we are in right in now. In Santa Fe. Santa Fe, yeah. So you're, yeah, you're native to Santa Fe. Um,
2: <laughs> I would call myself a native for sure. When you're born somewhere, you're a native, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a
1: native New Yorker. Yeah, good. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the city, right? Yeah, yeah Manhattan. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. I love Manhattan. Me too. Yeah, um, yeah I miss it. Um, now I'm in Los Angeles, but... So, okay. Did so you, you... grow
2: up with, like, siblings? Uh, right in the middle of five siblings. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, wow. I, was, I, I always felt like I was the black sheep of the family. Yeah. And the, There's always, like, if... There's always a black sheep. Yeah. I life. have five <laughs> sisters, <laughs> and I kind <laughs> of yeah, feel a little bit yeah. like... Yeah, and your siblings don't know how to deal with you uh-huh. because <laughs> you're, like, oh, somewhere else, you know, all the time. That's, that's kind of sure. how I was. Sometimes the <clears> artist <throat> is that a lot. In yeah. A no, it is. Yeah, people who yeah. have... Um, uh, visionary aspects to their life they, they see it right away I think that's mm-hmm. what happens you, you, mm-hmm. you, you display that right away and I certainly kind of was like that
0: was painting your first kind of artistic foray or medium that you did no actually music
2: was I'm a musician Oh, cool. Been playing music all my life uh, both my parents were music people my mother uh, uh, came from the state of Oklahoma mm-hmm. she's Apache and um, she studied voice in college for about five years, whatever it took. I think it was about five years. And really? she was a soprano. She's, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, she she's, did opera? She, yeah, she did opera. But oh, she wow. gave it up after it was all said and done. Um, to have children. That and plus, you know what she said? I said, why didn't you keep this up? Why didn't you, why didn't you do something, you know, keep going? She, said, she looked at me and she basically said, if I had continued... You wouldn't even be here talking to me. <laughs> no, no, no but then another uh, another answer was up. another answer was I did not want to live out of a suitcase, mm-hmm. and that's what it yeah. ent- would mm-hmm. have entailed.
0: It does. And she yeah.
2: said I just couldn't fathom that kind of lifestyle, being so young. And she said I I just gave it up for that reason. And I said Wow, that's that's heavy duty after. She was a, a soprano. Yeah, putting all right. that time and energy into What uh, do uh, they call it? Um, that one who sings really. those
1: Lyric soprano? The arias
2: and the. No, they're a type of soprano. There's like low levels. I right. think this one is like col- Colatura. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, And it, it's like really high notes. Mm. Wow. Uh, those operettas that are really you
1: know, like, yeah. like
2: La Traviata and those kinds of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. It's yeah, the premiere, sure.
1: the highest. It's usually the lead.
2: Yeah, so she wow. was that. I yeah. was like in awe of her all my life. Um, so music was kind of around the house and stuff? Yeah, yeah, classical for sure. She made a steady piano, and uh, although I'm not Catholic, we're not Catholic, she sent us to parochial school. Mm. And this happened uh, What's um, parochial Catholic school? Catholic school. Oh, okay. Um, it's just a fancier word, I guess. it is very fancy. it's, <laughs> it's <a> <laughs> yeah. word parochial school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so <laughs> funny, it's so funny <laughs> when, <laughs> when people talk about parochial school, they go, Oh my god, you survived parochial school, Catholic school, <laughs> and it's like everybody has a really kind of a bad taste in their yeah. in their experience. But it's often a
1: really great education. Yeah, I that was the whole reason yeah, that my school. mom <laughs> was like, boom, she was an educator. But and they have school. and they focus on the arts. Often. They focus so on the you, arts. So you're yeah. able yeah. to do yeah. have like yeah. a real music yeah. program and a theater program and Yeah. So but yeah. this was
2: grade school. So I went to grade school in, in Catholic school in hmm. Uh, to back up just a bit, I was born here in 59. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm going to be 60. Um, uh, then I was raised on an Apache reservation in northern New Mexico. The only um, Apache reservation in that area. It's called Hicaria. Mm-hmm. Apache. How big is the reservation? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's big, beautiful wilderness. Oh. And, um, my father was the 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 head chief when oh, I was wow. growing up so I kind of had like a a little bit of a privileged
0: life oh, kind of yeah. style but also kind of have to like be good yeah have have like a good kind of my dad was a firefighter up, mm-hmm. so it was always like you know have a good
2: reputation for the city or whatever you know well you have to keep up this this mm-hmm. uh, reputation for sure yeah. so yeah. but but um life on the reservation was uh great for me i thought you know it was mm-hmm. uh lots of freedom my parents a lot a lot of freedom for us to think and to do whatever we wanted to, to do um, but here's the here's the clincher I did not grow up in a family that was artistically inclined hmm it was more music driven my father was a, a, a country Western musician hmm like honky-tonk okay yeah, 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 Western, yeah sure. like the old style you know like Buck Owens and totally girl haggard mm-hmm. George Jones and those guys, you know. Well, he, you know knew, he, he knew those guys too. He had a lot of friends in LA and things. Um, so I grew up with yeah, all that. But yeah, not like somebody not, that was not, like Harrison Paints. So. No, we didn't have art books and anything. Yeah. They, they didn't have that background. Right. But, um, so uh, I think I found that uh, pretty early on, just out of um, kind of uh, maybe osmosis from a relative actually the that painting right there is from 1960 something and that was a first or second cousin of mine an older gentleman who was a traditionally a traditional painter who taught himself how to paint there were several guys like that that painted in a really traditional early style
0: Mm. for the listeners um darren's pointing to a beautiful picture of this like stallion in motion on a on a ridge
2: yeah, and it's, it was painted in the uh, mid-60s, early 60s, and these uh, individuals, there were about three... Were they on the reservation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the town itself is called Dulce, mm-hmm. Dulce, New Mexico, and it's, oh, um, sweet. it's a small little town. I think the population is probably like 4,000 people.
0: Oh, whoa, that is small. Yeah. yeah, really
2: small, so really intimate. Everybody knew each other, and mm-hmm. uh, just small-town life. Uh, but beautiful country was magnificent.
1: And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sure, stunning.
2: Um, yeah, but, but I left that area very young, when I was about 15, to come to Santa Fe. I always had an affinity for Santa Fe ever since I was born, I'm pretty sure I felt. And I was just itching to come back here to attend an art school. Mm-hmm. Or I knew of an art school that is still in existence here. It's called the Institute of American Indian Arts. And it educates the native young people from all over the country, That's who amazing. to Santa Fe to learn about art, mm-hmm. art studio practices, art history, the whole gamut. It
0: and says. so, was so going to art school. That was was that kind of your first foray into actual like it was, studio yeah, painting it was, and yeah. sitting and, down and
2: yeah, and uh, I think the, the the way it happened for me was uh, in the early days when I was in, like a teenager. Uh, I was a musician. I wanted to be a musician, like a, mm. like a successful rock, rock yeah, musician. Absolutely. That's why I'm a drummer. So I was a high energy kid and I just <laughs> played drums like crazy. I still do. And in fact, I'm going to a gig today to, to a jam session that happens oh, every nice. Sunday at Tiny's oh, Lounge, Oh, that's cool. That's three, awesome. It's from 3 to uh, 7.30 every Sunday, and all the musicians congregate there and we just jam oh that's awesome and do people you no we can say ass. we can say we can say anything yeah <laughs> that's a game you know that's a is game that open or, to the public do
1: people just come or just, is it really just a jam session for musicians we
0: want to come yeah it's, it's, it's,
2: it's all the musicians show up and it's a local community based uh, it's, a, it's an old lounge and They serve Mexican food. It has a great bar. Yeah, we'll go. And we, we should go. go. It's, <laughs> yeah. it a, it's like being at a little. It's like being at a club, you know. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, there's a core band. My dear old friends forever. Uh, father and son, and a couple of other guys. They're the core band who mm-hmm. have their instruments on the stage. Gotcha. And everybody comes and signs the roster when you walk in. So they go by the roster who's here, and they invite you up, and you just get. They configure. Oh, we're like, He's never played with this guy, you know, and so they pair you up. That's oh, so good. Cool. And, that. and so you play like three or four songs in a row, and you're just winging it, you know. It's like, do you know that song? It goes like, a, it's in what key is it? And everybody's talking really quick. Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah, audience yeah. is watching this, and they're just having fun, and everybody's dancing and eating, and it's a really fun. Uh, like a well, you sound yeah. we're, we're gonna, gonna be uh, there. <laughs> what's great is it's <laughs> early, you know, it's, yeah. 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 You know, it's so the yeah, that's the time to do stuff on Sundays. And it's yeah, perfect because yeah, we have a
1: flight to catch, so we'll do it before. Before we leave oh you should yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna
2: try and be there by three thirty. 30 yeah just awesome
1: well and actually we we're the mic is sitting atop one of your drums thank <laughs> you yes. very much but, uh, <laughs>
2: it's actually uh, a conga that was given to me maybe about 20 years ago it's a smaller um it's a smaller version of a big conga. that's a big Latin oh, percussion, yeah. conga. that mm-hmm. those are kind of like major drums there. Oh, awesome! So it's kind of nice. It looks like a little piece of sculpture. I know. <laughs> it really is. So yeah. you didn't really sure.
1: pursue. I mean, so you didn't really pursue music as a career.
2: No, but I just had this fascination for it for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that um, when I um, um, got into art, I had this notion that. You, you need collectors you need if you're going to be an artist and you mm, produce right, work you need people to buy idea. your work collectors so what happened right away was uh, i started meeting uh key people in la mm-hmm. and they, we became close friends early like in 1979 and um uh, one of them was robbie robertson who's a producer guy who's out in santa monica he played with the band was back in the 60s with Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. Was yeah, like, there, was, there was
1: a movie that Scorsese did called yeah, The Last, Last Waltz yeah. about uh, the band, yeah, Roger that's, Robertson. That's,
2: that's how I met him. He was coming to Santa Fe for an early film festival, and he was invited to be uh, an honored uh, uh, recipient of some award, uh-huh. and, and they wanted him to screen The Last Waltz. So he came in for that about 1980, I think it was. And I read, right. I read about it in the paper. And Santa Fe in 1980 was a sleepy little town. Right. And so I read about that in the weekend paper, and I said, oh, my God, that's Robbie Rawls. I know that that, that thing. you know, I'm crazy, you know. And I was just a young guy. Yeah. And um, I bought a ticket to that night went to see The Last Waltz, and it was a packed house downtown at Lindsay and... Um, and um, I thought I'd just get to see him. You know, he's going to be here. You know, I, he was legendary to me. Oh, yeah. Sure, of course. To and me. Uh, there was some aspects that I didn't know about him until later. But when that night, I thought I would at least get to shake his hand or say hello or something in a Q and A. so I didn't. I had these visions. Never happened. Oh. Saw him walk in the theater, and he had a whole entourage of people from L.A. <laughs> right. Out. He was all cool, and he w- he went to the front, so I was like watching him, seeing what he was doing. He just sat there, and he talked in front of the movie. said a few words, and uh, it starts off the movie. If, if you've ever seen it, it, says, Play this film loud. A little, <laughs> little uh, uh, prompt comes up, play this loud. So they turned it up in that theater, and it was like being at a concert, because that's what it is. It's, right. a, it's, it's a concert a, film. It's
1: there. The yeah,
2: Scorsese. Documented their last concert ever as that group. Yeah. It's uh, funny cool. that
1: you mention that because, like, that was my birthday party to when it came it's, out. Because you know, John obviously yeah, my yeah. uncle, John was in, my uncle knew yeah, Robbie knew Robertson because yeah. he opened the Fillmore East and That's worked right. with all of those people. Yeah. And put Woodstock together, all of that, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. But I remember when that movie came out. It was, mm-hmm. I think it was in '79, so, um, oh, and so okay. in '80 it would have. He was touring with it. That's maybe. right. Yeah. But,
2: um, they recorded it in '75 right and it was released like 79 I guess I think so yeah. Cause it,
1: or 80 one of yeah. those two years yeah. I, it was a big deal it was my birthday party yeah like because I was in a band um, <laughs> stingray <laughs> and I knew that you know John at his house in New York there was yeah. all you know I've, I've met Robbie Robertson yeah. a lot of other people yeah um, but yeah that's a very inspiring film I loved it it's never they've tried to copy it but it's 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 in
2: the can you know, you can't oh. You can't
1: Oops, You, nice. can't, you re- can't recreate it. No, you can't I mean recreate that, that, it. No, he, he captured some magic and yeah. um, you know uh, Scorsese was on the was at Woodstock shooting for Mike Wadley who made the film, which is yeah, the yeah. Woodstock film is also brilliant. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure that, you know, Martin Scorsese was very, you know, influenced mm-hmm. by being at Woodstock and you know, being he was one of the cameramen. He was, yeah. Um, and so I'm sure he was looking to do something like that with mm-hmm. The Last Waltz, and it's a brilliant, brilliant film. You know, He's done
0: those. multiple of those kind of concert
1: mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah,
2: the Rolling Stones thing at the Beacon yeah. Theater Sh- in New York is yeah. really good, the way Sh- he shot that. Was that Chantelet?
1: Maybe. I don't, I don't yeah, know the yeah. rest of his yeah. concert mm-hmm. films.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's not a big theater, right? The Beacon, it's like on 8th Avenue, yeah. down west side. And the way he put the booms in there and and and... Captured the audience. Mm. It's just brilliant what he did. So, so you never
1: did meet Robbie Robertson? Yeah.
2: Well, I, did he's you... been my best friend for...
1: Oh, you did meet him? So I you
2: met him the... that night
0: or what okay, happened? Okay, yeah, did we didn't be, did get that Did he to become hot... a collector?
2: No, or... he, I, no he, I met him the next day on a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that's how... That's how... Uh... That's how it works so you sometimes. were hoping
1: to see him, but he was with his L.A. entourage, like us. Yeah, and, uh, and then <laughs> he, you know. I like to he, travel with him Right before
2: the film ends... I see them get up as a group Yeah. they said, shall we? And they got up like this and they went out the aisle and they were, bloop, out the door. And I yeah. thought, where are they going? Where are they going? To a party. To a party, of course. <laughs> so, um, I never found out where they went and mm-hmm. asked around. I said, well, we can't tell you where you went. And, you know, he's a big star. So I just said, okay, say Libby. Yeah. And the next day I wake up and I was still like really jazzed and wow, that film was so great. It just like changed my life. And yeah. was, like, I was... Really excited, so I thought to myself, and this here's how it happened. This changed my life forever. I I thought he must be in town still. You know, it's the next day. He's somewhere. It was morning hours, right? And I thought, where would he be staying? Mm. And so I thought he'd be staying at a, like a uppity more maybe a, the In yeah, Loretto. Yeah, I don't think In Loretto was even there then.
1: La Fonda, maybe.
2: Um, maybe, uh, I checked La Fonda, no, no Robbie (laughs) Robertson, but then there was the Hilton, right downtown, right across from the theater where it was screened.
1: Oh, at the Lensic, of course. Yeah, right across,
2: I said, call the Hilton, because it was like, that's where everybody stayed. So I called in, I asked if there was a Robbie Robertson staying there through the, the desk person. She said, let me check. And they, you can't do that anymore. No, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, but in 1980, the Hilton, 1980, yeah, 1980 (laughs) uh, They said, let me check. And you know, the young lady was really nice. And she said, oh, yes, we have a Robbie from Los Angeles. And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, they said, so he's still there. And he said, yeah, he hasn't checked out today, but he's due to check out today. He said, he'll he's, be leaving the hotel. And I said, oh, oh, my God. He said, would you like us to ring his room? And I said,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so ballsy. Oh, it was ballsy. I just hesitate for a second and thought, this is it. You know, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I was just, okay, just hang on. And some time went by then it started to ring. And <laughs> so I waited and I was just like starting to perspire. <laughs> I was like, I'm a young guy and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to talk to Robbie Rawson. And he got on the phone. He has a slow voice. You know, he's, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, oh my God, it is him. I said, oh my God. And I said, it's Robbie. I'm, I just tried to be really cool. I said, my, my name's Darren Biddle Gray and I'm in an Artisan Town and I'm from an Apache tribe, and I, um, I saw your movie last night. I just tried to be really calm and collected, and I told him basically who I was. And he said, "Oh, that's that's good." He's like, oh, oh, "That's he good. Up. How'd you get my number?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who put you through? <laughs> <laughs> he was nothing like changes that. He was that down to earth and just talked to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, gosh, thank you for your time." And I was just going to let him go and say, "Man, it's a pleasure to just to say hi to you. And, you know, you're you're like my." idol and stuff and, uh-huh. and something happened in that phone call that um, I, I told him I said at some point you know I go out to LA quite a bit I was just discovering Los Angeles and learning how to get around and I think I was staying with John Morris in those <laughs> early days up in up in Big Rock and in Malibu, various yeah. places yeah yeah um, uh, so I, I said yeah I go out there from time to time with my artwork and i, I sell my work, you know, and meet people, and he says, well, next time you come out, you know, let me, let's get together, and I said, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he says, tell you what, and he's always like, he always got, he has this line, that like, uh, oh my God, he's like, he you can tell he's looking at his watch, and he said, you know what, I, I hate to cut you short, you know, but i got to get on a plane and get back to Italy, and I was like, oh, but mm-hmm. go, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, I was really apologizing, and he said, oh no, no, it's okay, but tell you what. I like you. He said something about your voice and stuff. He uh-huh. said, I, I really, I don't even know who you are, you know, and you got me. I said, tell you what, when you come out next time, here's my number. And he wow. gave, me, wow. gave me his home phone number in, in on Napoli Drive up in Pacific Palisades where he was living with his wife at beautiful. the time. And he and his wife, she's a beautiful French gal from Paris. They've been, they have two daughters and a son out there. And... Um, I said wow I said I'll be sure to call you when I get there So yeah just, just do it you know I'll, I'll see you later okay I said good thank you and I was just oh my god I just talked to Ron Gross and I was
1: of thinking, thinking
2: my that went well yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that went really well <laughs> so I did meet him probably about two or three weeks later and I was driving a little uh, baby blue Toyota flatbed truck a the little, the little mm-hmm, one-wheel yeah. one drive it's set high off the ground I just put all the work in the back Oh, yeah, packed. for sure. It must I, be like, good time to go to L.A. Yeah, and I would just throw like a blue tarp on it to match mm. the truck, and I'd tie it oh, down, wow. and I would just get on the road and drive straight to L.A. and party all night and go for about a week. <laughs> and so I, was, I, was, I had to get up there the urge to call him, so I did call him one afternoon. It was hot there, I remember that day. And um, and um, he got on the phone, and I said, Hey, this is Darren, you know, I'm from Santa Fe. but all oh, right, I remember you. So what are you doing? I said, well, I'm like in probably your area of L.A. And he says, well, you said, have you eaten? I said, no. He said, well, I'm up here at um, Hamburger Hamlet on, on San Vicente. And I, said, and I said, oh, I know where that is. It's that diagonal street that cuts through, you know. And I said, yeah, I could probably find it. He said, well, come on up. I'll be waiting for you. I'm just here having a. He likes Corona beer. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. said, I'm just here <laughs> cooling out, you know, looking at some notes. And I'm just, no one's here, he said. And, and so I said, I'll be there, I'll be there. So I got in my truck and I zoomed on San Vicente up north and I got to his hamburger hamlet. He didn't tell me which one, there's two. Uh. <laughs> so I was sitting at the uh, bottom bottom direction. Floor, no direction. No. one, I was one of the other Yeah, this was before Google maps and everything. And so I was just winging it and I said, this is this is it. And I, so I parked my car and went in I was just waiting and waiting. There was no one in this oh. place. It was just like oh, 3 no. o'clock, 3 in the afternoon It was no one there. They were just like looking at me. They said, are you waiting for someone? I said, well, I'm looking for a guy. His name's Robbie. And, and he says, there's no Robbie here. And I said, yeah, he said, like a producer guy, said, famous musician guy. He says, well, we're, we're closed you know but you're free to sit here you know right and I say well he said to go to a hamburger hamlet on San Vicente and he says oh okay well there's another one we have another one just like up in Mm -hmm. Brentwood and he's probably there you know I said oh could you call that then that was like 20 minutes you know oh shit blew it right away calls it and he's still there waiting for me oh wow in afternoon wow. and I get on the phone I said Robbie I've blown it I'm so sorry I said I at that other one down the same street down in Hollywood or wherever I was and he says oh you know, that happens all the time I said, so he said well, well I can hang out a little more you know and so I said I'll be <laughs> right there I jumped in my truck and I went up San Vicente and um, got there parked my car in the empty parking lot and uh, went mm. inside and I was like so perspired wet and everything because it was mm-hmm. hot day that day Yeah, summertime and uh, he was there waiting all cool you know Mr. Robertson you know, <laughs> and, a bear and had some notes on the table and he was really glad to meet me and I just couldn't believe it just could not believe it well, uh, he made me just he just welcomed me how like accessible and so wonderful amazing. like a oh, brother nice. and he, he ever does says, have some
1: Native American Now that's the other background. thing yeah I
2: found that out maybe
1: about a year
2: or two later, he never made a mention of it, Mm -hmm. at all, you know, i just, I was, he's the musician guy, who I've known all my life, since I was a young kid, you know, with the band, and I was just like, on cloud nine, so, it wasn't until, he started And the band was,
1: was Dylan's backing band, for a long time, Yeah, they were, Bob Dylan, Right, Um, and so, and that movie was about, um, the band, and and them breaking up, Yeah, 17
2: Um, years on the road, all over the planet, wow, Yeah, they became Bob Dylan's backup band when he was being booed in those days. Right, those 60s. right, right. And for be- plugging in. Yeah, for plugging in. So basically Robbie turned Dylan onto electric guitar. He was folk. He was folk musician. Yeah. And so he went from folk to electric guitar and big sound overnight and made everybody got to cry thing. and every traitor yeah. they were calling traitor oh, and everything. Wow. So the, Robbie used to tell me stories about yeah we get beer beer bottles thrown at us and <laughs> booing all night. But but Dylan would turn around and he'd say play harder, play louder, and he would like tell the band and the band would turn it up even more. And he just it was like a war zone, you know. Wow, <laughs> folkies That's versus so these uh, electric yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you know. So it was a heady heady time if you can imagine. And he has tons of stories. Robbie is like the greatest storyteller too. Mm. The greatest storyteller. You just sit there and you just zip your mouth and yeah. let him
1: talk. Oh, yeah. Well, you're that. pretty good too, Darren. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're, you're, you weave a, a nice tale. <laughs> so, uh,
0: about the like the your art and the stuff that you do. How would you kind of describe what your work is, or what it?
2: Well, I've gone through so many. Like like a, a serious artist goes through many. Movements, I guess you could call Uh it, or different phases of the career. Yeah, depending on where you are, mindset, it all changes. We all grow, we all shift and evolve and change, and and that's all good, you know. Uh, But if I could show you books and books of the different um, stages of my career, and they're all there's a there's a thread. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, of course, that runs through all the work, but. Um, to, to pinpoint it is kind of um, um, very difficult. Well, it's um, it a little bit, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like yeah, totally. I'm trying to like. It's, like it's, a it's lot also of visual. It it's visual, herself, so it's yeah. hard to
1: put into words, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's more like a feeling yeah. of there's a color scheme of yours that I think is kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, that is maybe there's a through line there and then there's some imagery yeah. that I think is common. well I think
2: what, what I always explain in interviews and, and things of that nature is that I don't uh, each this has kind of been my MO is that, is, is that I don't preconceive a thing ever I don't I'll sometimes dream about colors, oh, and okay. mm, yeah, yeah. but never about compositions or anything. But I dream about colors and real uh, lucidly, yeah. And uh, it, it, I, sen- sensory, you know, in my dreams, and I can, and I wake up, and I just think wow. putting com- color combinations together is what what it, it boils down to for me, mm. because it's like a dialogue of color, mm. and that only happens through immediacy and spontaneity for me. Mm. It's all in the moment. Um, I guess I would. I guess I could say I'm like in the moment at all the all the time, and that's where the the, the fresh imagery just comes yeah. out of nowhere. And I like right. to I like to basically create a lot of chaos, mm-hmm. and then sift through the chaos and, and then quiet it and quiet it down. Yeah, that's a twenty year retrospective catalog, and that's. Kind of early in the career. It's amazing to see the yeah. variety. that's Robbie. That's Robbie on the other side. I think is it. Let me see the other side. Is that? No, that's actually the first painting I sold out of my truck. Wow! The story. The that's story that same truck. Yeah, that's. That, <laughs> you can read the, the year on it. Yeah. What does it say? eighty one. Eighty one. And uh, it's a painting of a a, a native warrior type guy mm. from that like a period warrior kind of guy. And he's standing in front of a Franz Klein painting. If oh, you, wow. Oh, him, wow. Like a, a, like, a, like, so a, like a detail of a Klein yeah. painting.
1: Oh, I love bringing in you know an imagery of you know Native American, but then also like an Juxtaposing art.
2: Juxtaposing it against something else. Yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. Another tradition of art. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But he bought that out of my pickup that day, that story I'm telling you, and that's kind of the end of wow. that story is that we. He did that again. He looked at his watch. and said, "Man, it's been great meeting you, but I, mean, I got to go now." And, and you know, i because he short. had been there for hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I we was we like, all tipsy and getting a buzz because we kept drinking Corona beers in the hot afternoon. I was like, "Wow, no food!" You know, you're just sitting, you just having fun and talking, and and then he could time. have had a hamburger
1: they do yeah. serve them <laughs> <laughs> it was actually it was between,
2: say, an odd hour where they close for lunch and oh yeah right. for dinner so was like, no, also, it was just the but bar we could give
1: you a beer, beer? so we <laughs>
2: drank and uh, it was fun but anyway we're about to leave and he was like gonna split and he says oh you're supposed to show me some art right and um. I looked at him and said yeah but it's, it's in my car and I know you have to go and I'd have to untie my car and he says damn it let's, let's go on and see your art so we went out to the parking lot and I tied my truck, the tarp, and he was like mm-hmm. watching me. He thought it was all kind of cool, you know, and, and people were like going by the street, you know, all bustling around. And I felt kind of embarrassed, you know, like this little New Mexico truck there in the middle of LA. <laughs> but I just, I just did it. I That's took, how you do it. I, I took out all my pieces carefully, unwrapped them, and I made a little archo around my truck. I leaned them oh. against all the sides of my truck. Oh, wow. wow. And we walked around, there, and he said, what does that mean? What does all of this mean? We went to each one. He was fascinated, and I said, oh my god. So I had a little art show in the parking lot mm-hmm. at Hamburg. An art Hallowed show for, for one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good, exclusive. He's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that began, that, that painting in that catalog, right there's that painting. He said, I love this. And it was a big thing. It was like 58 by 48 wow. inches wow. on canvas. And, and he bought it on the spot? On the spot,
0: yeah.
2: Wow. $900. Wow. And, and that 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 was great. big. Man. I was yeah. like, I can pay my rent, you know, Yeah, rent. oh my god, for real. <laughs> Even nine hundred dollars like, now I'd be like, Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. That that painting today I think is um, retailing. That size is probably about eighteen thousand dollars. Wow.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So Those
0: are oil pieces, yeah.
1: I need to stop yeah, talking we're, about the things that no one else can see. I, we, oh, we, we're oh, looking, sorry, guys, I'm looking at all this
0: amazing,
2: artwork. we? are looking. We'll put a see. link in, but you know,
1: we're looking at uh, counterclockwise, which is a 20-year retrospective yeah, the, of your work. Yeah, the Will Wright yeah.
2: Museum here in Santa Fe, New Mexico.
1: Okay. I like the back
2: shot too. That picture. Yeah. Wow. that that is a picture of me. You know, wow. Of the paintings, but playing uh, guitar. Yeah, that Not guitar. Of, of another rock and roll guy gave that to me and that's a F-50 Gill from 1972, Steve Miller gave that to uh, me yeah. and he said I wrote Steve
0: well, Miller, Miller and I like grew wow. up on it yeah, like, yeah he's my old
2: bro man. he's a cool in the dude. winter time <laughs> <laughs> yeah he gave that guitar to me and he wow. said I wrote, like, I wrote Fly Like an Eagle on that guitar oh really yeah. he wrote it
1: on that guitar and that guitar yeah. wow that Wow. crazy
2: and he must have 10,000 guitars you know so he was but
1: he gave you the one that's he wrote so Fly Like an Eagle yeah. that's really special yeah that's wow. why I put it on the back
2: of the catalog Yeah, yeah. it's a
1: beautiful guitar are. Do you have any shows coming up in in Santa Fe or anywhere in the world? I have a show right now. It's actually gonna conclude on the fourteenth,
2: Valentine's Day downtown. It's mm-hmm. at the Museum of Contemporary Native Arts. They call it Mokna.
1: Mokna. It's mm-hmm. the Mokna. Yeah. When this comes out that will be in the past. That'll be in the past. Um. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, the, the work
2: that's in there, there's sixteen new paintings. Oh wow. As if that was um it opened in August yeah. of this year and some big fanfare openings and it was really fun for Indie Market it was opening mm-hmm. oh so it was uh, last August yeah last yeah. August and that was all good um, and um, it's just been sitting there this whole time a lot of people have gone through and seen it they call me up and um, and what's odd is that all of that work is new and it's available for sale mm-hmm. yeah. but I just haven't had the time or the energy to promote it so it's just been there, like a, there. Uh, like well a, we
1: we're promoting it now but yeah, yeah, the yeah, show yeah. is over but, well, but yeah. I guess is well, there I a plan- website
2: uh, no the, what I plan to do is take that on the road that group of paintings as well so maybe ah. some newer stuff in the, towards the end of March okay. oh cool oh, sure. yeah. oh, perfect uh, great. Great. I'm going to um, what I do from time to time is go to the West Coast and I do trunk shows Yeah, with various people and the first one I'm doing, in fact, we're, we're planning it right now, will de- be down in Santa Fe Springs, which is near San Diego. That's yes. where I'll, That's where I think all of L.A. is moving to. Like, yeah, 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 can yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. Like, yeah, sure. We could come see it. Yeah, sure. it's, it's going to be a party, so I'll be sure to invite we you like guys. will we like yeah. that's you know we're a traveling <laughs> party. That's what we do. <laughs> I have this. I have this really uh, interesting, cool friend who's in her mid eighties, and her, she's L.A. L.A. gal. Uh, her father was uh, the Rat Rat Packs. Manager. No or, way. Yeah, Frank Sinatra's manager. Sure. She grew up in, she grew up in this uh, um, celebrity world, you know. Yes. AJ is her name, and she's gonna plan this first party for me. And she's a she's a go getter gal. And her husband is uh Dan Genesis, who invented uh, lightsaber for Star Wars. <laughs> the oh, no oh. way. So we have to go to this party. Yeah, yes, really we so cool. he's retired now, but he's still actually working at her and.
1: Sanford Springs is, is pretty. It's
2: very yeah, pretty yeah, there. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go there day for day. this yeah. trunk show. They're throwing the party. And she. What I'll tell you a little side note. She just called me two days ago, and we're talking about it, getting it going. But she says, I'm going to put in a good word with you. Uh, I'm going to be in, uh, uh, in, at Congress in D.C., okay, with Muhammad Ali's daughter and Linda Ronstadt and and various other people who um, are fighting for Parkinson's disease. Okay, mm-hmm. with the government, they want more funding. Yeah, so she's behind this uh, Parkinson's disease. So my grandfather has that. Name? Michael Michael J Fox. Michael J Fox, Fox. Yeah. Foundation. So oh. they're all going yeah. to D.C. for this big Congress. Oh, I
1: support that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So.
2: Uh, um, She's a big promoter of my work and lots of my work over the years, and I just love her. And I can't wait to see her. And her nice. parties are just the best, you know.
1: Well, yes. Well, we're in touch. Yeah. Well, you can you can text us the info. We'll so come. I'm going out there with this. <laughs> I'll be out there
2: with this work. So I'm just going to hold on to it.
1: Um, Perfect. Oh,
2: we'll plug it too and let yeah. people know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, and uh, I'll the, take it. I'll take it from there to Newport Beach for a little thing there. Sorry, uh, with her son-in-law, he's a big hair. Uh, a guy, uh, Jim Markham. if mm-hmm. you ever heard? Uh, you might know about uh, hair products. Yeah, what's, the it, what's it? What's
1: called? I'm not good with he, hair products.
2: He called. He had a, a old company. <laughs> I think he sold it. <laughs> it was called Pureology. Oh. And oh all, yeah, I love like yeah, Pureology. it was yeah. all about hair color, and he just devised these fantastic uh, uh, hair products for women. And it's just a million, multi-million dollar company. It's good to have a good idea. So
1: yeah. if people
0: buy the buy the art. During the shows, does the show get smaller and smaller as you?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. I come back You're to like, I have one can. piece left, everybody.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. No idea. Yeah, I forget the way. name of the that's artist, nice. but
1: there's there's a Native American artist who's friends with John, and he built um, teepees mm-hmm. um, and had like ten of them selling somewhere, and um, sold oh, oh, all yeah. of them except oh, yeah. for one, which then. He and some other people carried all the steel or whatever it was, mm-hmm. rods, across the, you know, across the way mm-hmm. so that you can, and it's been built it in, mm-hmm. in Malibu so you can see it, you know, well, from know, the house. I think I know what
2: you're talking about. That's, um.
1: I forget but, his name. Yeah. It might be Ben.
2: I think, what's his name, Mom? But it's, it's. He, he did a lot of stuff with Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Yeah, in, in Aspen. Right, and he yeah. sold most of those to, yeah, to Ralph, I think. Yeah, he sold them to Ralph Lauren. Yeah, uh, but I there was, was one left. Yeah. Maybe
1: he brought eleven or something. Yeah. Or you know, his and, name
2: escapes me. He's a
1: he's a real good friend of mine. He yeah, a really interesting, um, calm, beautiful man. But it just reminded me because you know he mm-hmm. like he brought he was like I'm not carrying this stuff back to North Dakota or wherever it is yeah. that he lives. So he's like, you know what, I'm gonna build it for you, John. Really, you know, just look out your oh, window yeah. oh, and see funny. it and where, it's, where it's, it's, it's still is. there we're in in malibu B- big rock big rock wow. so if you just like he, he you can take a little hike yeah, around I mean, the yeah, mountain. his name is
2: bill or
1: um uh, sorry would it be yeah would it be yeah. Uh, so. um but you, but that just reminded me of that because yeah. like yeah you you yeah. travel with it mm-hmm. until there's nothing left you know hopefully they're all sold
2: well that's what we do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we like traveling salesman. Yeah, honestly. It's
2: kind of like what I I like doing that because it um I don't mind the galleries. I've been doing galleries all my life. Mm-hmm. Um uh but I think gallery um the gallery scene has certainly changed at least since 2007 when the economy kind of went belly up. Yeah. It's been it's it's been hit or miss I think for a lot of artists do
0: people not really buy it at galleries anymore as much as they used to yeah I think that's true
2: everything can be purchased online oh no, right yeah but, but I don't know the gallery experience is like like reading a book you know yeah books are precious you mm-hmm. know literature and I they
1: think. do something you know deliberate they're like okay yeah, they yeah. curate something we want this no, next believe... to that and to it's maybe... in person I yeah. want to see it I want to f- like yeah.
2: I Yeah, like I show here in town with Gerald Peters. He has a new gallery called Peters Project. Is that on Canyon Road? It's near. It's oh, right, right, right off of It's that? right on Paseo de Peralta, just at the at the start of Canyon Road. Okay. If you go just a block further, it's at the bend. It's this beautiful, big gallery. It's, nice. It's the gallery, I think. I've been with him for a while now.
1: Well, I would think that you would be at the gallery, so that's good. Yes. I found Thank the you. one. Yeah, yeah, you have to be. You have to be. <laughs> Yeah,
2: um, so I'm there, and that is pretty much the only place I want to be right now. Um, Great. I, I still don't understand. I have artist friends who are prolific and everything, but they want a gallery in every city. They want a gallery uh-huh. all mm. over the planet, you know. And I that's I did that, but I don't know how you can sustain that unless you're you know independently wealthy or whatever. Most right. artists are not. You know, yeah. it's just. Uh, um, but I've been, I'm doing well, you know, I don't. I have a lot of big collector base, and I can proudly say I've been self-employed since I was 17.
0: Wow, wow. yes! <laughs>
2: That's that pretty great. I, know. I, love I think that. the only job I ever had was uh, being a dishwasher at a place called The Green Onion here in St. Like <laughs> <Saint> Michael's. <Drive. laughs> and I was just a youngster, you know, like 16 or 17, and I quit after a month. <laughs> and this is before I knew... There were dishwashing gloves that you could wear. Oh, gosh. (laughs) They never warned me. And it was a green chili uh, uh, establishment. Oh, Uh, right. Green chili uh, said they could get really hot. So I was washing stacks of dirty dishes with my hands in the water, you know, like by hand. You know, Now there's some machines that do all that. You know, I was doing all by hand and mopping the floors and and, and slippery, greasy. Oh, it was just the worst job. But, oh, but ever yeah, it's all you needed. And, but I would you go needed home. to
1: like never have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah, you have to experience it. But That's the, the inspiration. What, what
2: what what the thing was was I'd go home and um, my hands would be on fire. Mm. Right. Mm. Don't touch your eye. Yeah, don't touch your <laughs> eye. I've done that many times. It's like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I didn't know about gulones. I was just like this little sleepy kid. Mm. Um,
1: You would think someone might have told you, like, "Um, here's some gloves. I I think they want people to learn the hard way. I think they were just loving it, you know. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) laughing at the new kid. Yeah, Yeah. the new kid. Well, thank you so much for for coming on the podcast and for inviting us into your studio. Yeah, and I have to say, like, your
0: art in the house has been inspiring us. Like Nathan and I've been sitting by the fire, writing and. Just, it's just looking at it, just, it really does bring so much. John's
1: it exudes so yeah. much. Yes. In Lux yes. You've had, yeah, and let's you should come sometime. I will. Yes. He'll, I'm sure he'll invite you, or I will. No, he's mm-hmm. invited me several times. You've um, just been unavailable.
2: Just, it's been just tough to break away sometimes. I hear you. Yeah, but I will maybe... It's re- it's a
1: nice spot, and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd like seeing yeah, the way there. I don't
2: know when he arrives into town. He's, he's like one of those guys who... He comes and goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he keeps people like guessing. <laughs>
1: he's, he's like the wind. He's like the wind. he is like the wind. Yeah, he, he, blows, is like the he wind. blows out. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Really, yeah, really welcome. appreciate great. it. Great to meet you guys. Great, great to meet you. you. It's great meeting you. Tequila time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to tequila chops now, and we're gonna go see you play drums. Yeah, yes. You. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 See you
2: later. Adios. muchachos muchachos <laughs> Bye. <laughs>